Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing on this glorious day, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is October uh, 18th. 1996. You had to think about that for quite a while. Well, the calendar's not in front of us right now. The what's her what's her name? Who's the the girl that does all the the <laughs> trapper keepers and stuff like that? Lisa Frank. Yeah, Lisa Frank. The Le- our Lisa Frank calendar is not on the wall right now. So. <laughs> I love Lisa Frank. Anyway, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a hell of a week here. At, a hell of a week huh? at the nine zero two one zero show, <laughs> don't you think, Carol? I mean, it's been quite a week here. It was quite the episode, I'll tell you that. Yeah, the show's starting to get worse but better at the same time. Well, I mean, there's no no argument about whether or not it's a soap opera. No, it, it's a soap opera. There was really never any argument about there it. Was it's just you've matured as a woman, and and oh uh, no, you've begun to see things the right way. My way. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> so, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah. What the hell's her name again? Val- Veronica of Valerie. <laughs> again, it's not the fancy <laughs> Veronica. It's Valerie. Uh, I just want her to be a Archie and Jughead character. That's okay. All. Okay. So. I guess she- that would make uh, Jenny Garth Betty, right? Right. Yeah. That, that kind of fits, actually. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So the uh, Walshes were talking to her about Dylan. Well, she brought up Dylan to them. Well, she brought up his father, Jack McKay. Yeah. Because she saw a picture of Dylan, like an autographed picture. Mm-hmm. That was so weird. Like, who does that? That was that was Shannon Doherty autographing it to to him when she got kicked off the show, right? It's like here, Dylan. But yeah, so Dylan had given a picture of himself to Brenda, mm-hmm. and she saw that his last name was McKay. Mm-hmm. So then she brought up, "Oh, are, do you guys know Jack McKay?" Uh huh. And uh, you know they kind of freeze, and then they're like, "Well, you know, he." He's no good and blah, blah, blah. And, and his son. Yeah. And then she's like, wait a minute. Dylan McKay is related to Jack McKay? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, didn't she know at that moment that he was rich? She should have. Well, maybe. I don't know. Because he did have a fortune and then he lost a fortune. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, so she's, and then they're, they're like, stay away from him. Like, Jim Jim gets all angry. He's like, you know, just, just you know, he's no good. And, and then, she, and you could, you could hear her moisten <laughs> through the TV when he said that. She literally started to drool. Oh, yeah. And then. As uh, you pointed out, he just made her ten times, it just made him ten times. Oh, yeah. Her. And then she was talking to somebody else. Donna? No, she was talking. She was talking. My joke was about Donna. She was talking to. She was talking to Brandon. Yeah. And Brandon was talking about uh, his money or something like that. Well, he said, oh, yeah, my dad used to be his financial advisor. That's right. And she goes, he's rich. (laughs) Yeah. And this like 
really? Could he be hotter voice? And Brandon just like, oh, very rich. And then she talked and then she talked to to uh, Kelly and Kelly was like, yeah, sex with him was really hot and good. But I mean, his dick was just too big. <laughs> oh, my God. She may as well have. And then as she walked to to meet Dylan, she passed by the Dylan McKay puppy rescue shelter. <laughs> But she just can't like contain herself. She must, she must go to him, and she oh, does. Yeah. And it's pathetic and hilarious. I mean, it gets pathetic? her where she wants to be. Don't you think? We, like, why did you think it was pathetic? Okay, because she hears from somebody that he does nothing but. I think it was the Walshes. Well, play Brand- pool. Brandon says oh, that. Okay, he does nothing but play pool all night and sleep all day. Yeah, and that 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 of course attracts her too. Now, if that is all the information she has to go on. He's rich. He's a bad boy. She's seen him drunk in an action. Right. But no, no, no. I'm saying, like, how did she find him? It's Beverly Hills. <laughs> like, it's not like this is a small town. She just knew exactly which pool hall to go to she, and exactly when. She went to every pool hall in <laughs> Beverly Hills till she found him. And she may have. And again, that's kind of pathetic. I yeah. mean... But, I mean, she just shows up and, you know, she's just walks up to him and, and she does all the, you know, I'm a hot girl and I'm going to flirt with you shit. Oh, yeah. It was very scripted. Yeah. Yeah. It was like watching a football play or something, you know, like. That's interesting. Well, you know, they have the playbooks. They have everything planned out ahead of time. Interesting just, analogy. Sure. I don't know. But she, yeah, because she says he's racking up nine ball. I mentioned it was nine ball because mm-hmm. I, I play some pool. I mean, not as much as Rich Dylan McKay, but I play some pool. No, but remember, he's not rich anymore. He's only a millionaire. He's not like a bajillionaire. Right. And she's like, nine ball. Is this anything like eight ball? He's like, yeah, except that they call it nine ball. <laughs> and she's like, oh, maybe you can give me some pointers or something. He's like, you want me to break for you? And she goes, no, I can do it. And then, I hate this, by the way. For anyone that know, actually knows how to play pool, they almost never get pool right in <laughs> movies and TV shows. The stance that she takes, the way she holds the cue, it's terrible. Yeah. And the follow-through, like, she w- it wouldn't have been a good break. Like, they, they film her, and then they film the balls. Well, yeah, because obviously she did not do the break and then she sinks the nine ball on the break which is very it's not impossible but it's very difficult to do the nine ball is so the the balls are set up like a diamond and the nine balls right in the center okay and so all the concussive force is going towards the nine ball it usually keeps it more towards the center of the table really hard for to get it hard is it hard How many months have you been waiting for me to make a verbal mistake? Oh, I'm so happy. You were were all... That was like uh, a pack of hungry dogs (laughs) if I dropped like a chicken bone or something. You hopped all over that. Yes, I did. Oh my God, it's only fair. You never let anything slide. (sighs) But anyway, so she next... She makes the nine ball at the the break, which is not not easy to do. So let me ask you: Do you think that she was hustling, or do you think she was lucky? Well, she said that was that was the other thing that made her drool. Is Brandon's like, oh, he he 
all he does is play pool all night and sleep all day. And she goes, pool? My dad's my dad's old game. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I remember. And he might as well have been like, yeah, he also he also wears your dad's cologne. And he'll give you the, the attention and uh, validation you need <laughs> that your dad never gave you. I mean, it's really, it's all set up for her. It's almost comical. Right. She, how she just, she floats from room to room in the house <laughs> and just keeps getting more and more information on him that makes him, that makes him more attracted to her. So, yeah. So then he invites her to go home with him. Oh, yeah. Bold as brass, Dylan is. And she's like, I want a man to ache for me she's and like, walks away. The- now, that was pretty good. She said not on the first date and she's like. She, yeah, she says, I, I want a mandate for me. And, and he says, oh, I'm aching. <laughs> and she goes, not yet. <laughs> and she walks away. Yeah, yeah, that was that was decent. So uh, the next day, she goes back. Mm-hmm. Like, she goes come to the on. Bar, she goes to the bar and waits for him. Stalker. Smoking a cigarette. Stalker. Like, if she wasn't so hot, it would be creepy. Isn't that always the way, though? Like, there's, there's a ton of movies. Frickin' John Cusack holding up a boombox outside, <laughs> whatever, in Nicole Sheridan's window. Uh. I mean, that's stalkerish behavior, too. I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I mean, that was just Romeo. They were already sleeping together. There was a relationship. Okay, but... It's, what if I'm he did s- that to get a first date, that would be weird. What I'm saying is the rules don't apply to pretty people. True. Right. If, if a pretty person is... Because that's the thing. There are so many, like, I don't know the, what do they call it? They call it, um, like, being a pickup artist. That's what, that's, okay. that's what they call it. I think that was in, I think there's a movie about that. Actually, with John Cryer, I think, or something like that, of all people. But Ducky from 16 Candles. Okay. But, yeah, like, that's what it's like trying to, like, pick up ladies, like, being good at it, right? And there's so many things that they tell you to do to try to pick up ladies, like, one of the things is, they call it negging, where you give them a compliment, but it's it's like a negative compliment. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, not many women can pull off such combination skin, or like, you know, like, something like that. I don't know. I don't if a know. guy says to me, a woman can't pull off such combination skin, then I assume that he wants to go shopping for beauty products because he's gay. Well, we heard that phrase on suddenly susan last week so i was trying to think of something you know that would be like a good negative i don't obviously i don't do this stuff right but that would be like a good negative comment but whatever they say to do stuff like that and if you're but those my point is those tips only work if you're a good looking guy okay because if you're a good looking guy and you act kind of like an asshole then women might, some women, not all women, but some women... Broken, damaged women. Might respond to that and be like, hmm, interesting, this guy's, this guy's interesting, I'm, I'm interested or whatever. But if you're an ugly dude, that just gets a drink thrown in your face. <laughs> That's how that ends. Right. So, yeah, th- th- those kind of things work if you're, if you're handsome. Or beautiful and sexy like uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Correct. She shows up wearing a fucking little black dress this time. Yeah, similar to the dress she wore last week. I don't know if it was the same dress or not, but it looked similar. Yeah. So then, you know, they end up we in did not get bed to together. We did not get to see her in her underwear this time. No, they kept her covered with a sheet. Yeah, but that's fine. 
They were they were both very moist after they had sex. They did. I mean, like there were just a couple of moist people in there. <laughs> it was bizarre how sweaty they were. Like it's like you know he has uh, air conditioning. Dylan, Dylan, uh, she rolls off Dylan, and he's like, "Yeah, sorry that the waterbed broke." Right, <laughs> she's just spout behind them. <laughs> That's kind of what it looked like. They were, they were. If they were any wetter, it would have looked like a parody. Yeah, it's like they were swimming, not fucking. They, they definitely were fucking. Apparent. Well, I mean, yeah, the characters were. And um, oh, prior to that, he talked to to uh, Ian Ziering to. What the fuck's Steve. his name? Yeah, Steve. Steve Sanders. And Steve mentioned that he was dating well, he, Valerie. Yeah, he met a he met a cool chick named Valerie that's living with the Walshes, and he goes, "The Walshes living at the Walshes." Yeah, like like no human being is allowed to <laughs> to interact with the Walshes <laughs> at all. And so then, after they have had sex and taken a nap, she she wakes him up and says, "You know, take me home." Yeah, and then she's he goes, stay a while, and she goes, I've got a curfew. Now, if I'm Dylan, <laughs> and I've just had sex with a woman I barely know, who then says, I've got a curfew, I'm checking ID. Yeah, I'd be a little concerned. I am surprised that the fir- his first question out of his mouth was, how old are you? Right. He asks her several times, who are you? Yes. And she does not answer. Yeah, did she just never tell him her name? No. She, that is she, fucked up. And she gives bullshit answers like she was Minnesota Fats's daughter that went around the country with Paul Newman looking for pool games. Or she went, she lived in the circus. Yeah. He does mention, he says, this is so funny too. He says, where did you learn that move? I want to know what this move was that yeah. made them that sweaty. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what move could she have pulled? And she said, he said... Something about being a contortionist or an acrobatic person. Right. Like, was she hanging from the ceiling? Was she doing the splits? Yeah. Were her were her ankles behind her neck? I mean. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> it had to be good. <sighs> but anyway, so she says, yeah, I got a curfew. Take me home. So he's driving home, driving her home. He doesn't even twig that they're near the walsh's house for some reason well first he's like i can't believe you live in beverly hills yeah like Like, why i can't believe a slut like you lives in beverly hills that wasn't very nice so and she's she says something like oh i don't blend in or whatever and he's like why would you want to whatever yeah but anyway he's driving her and she's like oh there it is right up there and he how how did they should have there should have been some build-up of him like You, what 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 house do you live in? Right, and he's like, "You live here." Oh, is your name Valerie? And she's like, "Oh, news travels fast." Yeah, well, and he aggressively opens the door like he's kicking her out of his car now because he's so pissed because she lives at the Walsh's. What? I don't understand why he's angry at her now. Well, he says this feels like a setup. Yeah. Which I don't. What does he think? Does he think that Jim pimped her out to like try to lure him back? Like, what is he thinking? I don't know. It's really weird. I mean, Brenda's gone, so obviously it's not her. No. What does anybody stand to gain from this except Valerie? Yeah, I don't know. Unless he rightly suspects that she's setting him up because she wants his money. Yeah, maybe. 
May, he, he would definitely be more on edge about that, I'm sure, now. Because he said you knew exactly who I was when you walked into that bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think he suspects that she has ulterior motives now. Yeah, that's possible. I don't think she does, though. No, you think she just wanted a good ride? <laughs> I mean, she's still flirting with Brandon, so. I think that, no, I think she's intrigued by him. Because she was intrigued by him already mm-hmm. because of his chaos. I think the fact that he's rich is just like a bonus to her. Yeah. Because she does say, like, when she says, I don't sleep on the first date, I'm not going to sleep with her on the first date or whatever. And he says, oh, you're looking for something more permanent. Yeah. And she gave some bullshit answer to that, too, though. Well, yeah, she gives bullshit answers to everything. And he sounded almost incredulous, like, oh, you're looking for something more permanent. Because he's obviously not. No. Uh, whatever, we'll see what happens. I he, mean, he got he got what he wanted. And then, okay, uh, Donna and Kelly need a roommate to replace David. Yeah. And Donna happily brings home a roommate to meet Kelly. And uh, immediately, I knew it was it was Claire. Yeah. I told you they're they're shoehorning her into the cast now. Yeah, why do they need two bad girls to replace Brenda, right. who was only who was a good girl? That's what I mean. There wasn't even a villain before, and now no, there wasn't like a. There were situations, but there was no like main villain or anything. I mean, if anything, Kelly was a bad girl. Yeah, yeah, and, she, uh, yeah. Well, she had a bad or worse reputation, and now she's like a good girl. I don't know. She's she's with the king of the good guys, right? Yeah, they're very wholesome together. Oh, yeah. I imagine their sex to be very wholesome, too. <laughs> like, I think they leave their socks on. Missionary Lights style. off. <laughs> when they're done, not only are they not sweaty, when they're done, the bed's still made. Right? Right? And maybe she makes him milk and cookies after. I oh don't my know. God. <laughs> after she milks him, she Ew. makes him milk and cookies. Gross. So, yeah, Claire shows up, and immediately Kelly's like, yeah, no, that's not happening, which right. which is smart. She should keep that bitch as far away from her man as possible. Uh-huh. But Claire's like, oh, I'm over Brandon. Yeah. I've moved on. She from goes, last week? Right, and she goes, she goes, he was lousy in bed. And, and she <laughs> Kelly's like, how would you know? You never slept with him. And she's like, that was the point. Yeah. We never had sex, so yeah. that's made it lousy. Right. What? That made no sense. Like, I mean, just that. Was that that supposed to be a, was that a lie that she just abandoned immediately? Or was that supposed to be a joke? I don't understand. I think she was testing Kelly to see how she'd react. Maybe. But either way, like, I mean, I think that was a warning sign, too, that something is off with this chick. Right. But the only thing that's off with her in... Just typical cheese 90210 fashion is that she snores. She snores like my dad after a day-long bender. (laughs) Or like my mom, just in general. I used to cry. She was... (laughs) She snored so bad. And you know how light of a sleeper I am. Yeah. And so we had, you know, our rooms were across the hall from each other. There's a whole hallway and two doors. Uh Uh-huh. But I could still hear her. She still woke me up. It was terrible. So I, I assume that you're glad that you moved in with me then, or that we moved in together. You snore, too. 
Not that bad. Not that bad, but you do snore. Just a little. A little bit like a chainsaw, yeah. Not as bad. Not as bad as Claire. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I need what Claire needed. Yeah, uh, apparently Claire doesn't snore when she's with a guy. Yeah, she, so she says to Kelly, "So if Brandon's not busy, <laughs> that's not funny." Like if I were Kelly, I would have hit her. And Kelly's like, "Yeah, it's not happening, Claire." So instead, Donna goes out and buys her what looks like a <laughs> blow-up doll, but it's it a, a dude. It is a blow-up well, doll. Well, okay, but it's not for, like, like guy blow-up dolls have holes in them. Do they? Don't they? I don't know. I've never, I've never, I've seen them in movies, like, uh-huh. like Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Right. But I've never actually seen a blow-up doll in person. Well, in I've never seen it in person either, but in the movies, they have holes in them. Well, I've never, I've, I've never watched a movie where the holes are visible, so I don't know. But... Well, there's a mouth hole. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, the, the... I assume there's also a lower part hole, but... Yes, that's right. Blow-up dolls are always surprised. <laughs> anyway. But... This do guy... They, do they... Like, I always thought that was more for novelty purposes than actual... How could that feel good? I don't know. Put your penis in uh, whatever. Rubber? Rubber, yeah. I don't know. I mean, guys put their penis in rubber all the time. Anyway. Jumps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They get her this blow-up dude that's supposed to be for women who want to look like they have a guy in the car with them. Right, yeah, so they don't get assaulted. That's... The most ridiculous thing I've ever oh, heard. It actually, it, that's actually a thing, though. Uh, I've never heard of it. Well, in in LA, it's a bigger problem. So I think that they also, and I think this is what they're really for. Honestly, in Los Angeles, there's a carpool lane. Mm. There's so much traffic. There's regular the regular lane if you're by yourself, and there's a carpool lane if there's more than one of you in the car. So you put that little dude in there this this feeds so much into the movie and then you don't and then you don't get you you don't get pulled over because you got you know you you can ride in the carpool lane now i i think anybody could tell that's not a real person but at night in the dark i guess put a hat and glasses on him (laughs) (laughs) he would just look like groucho marx so they get her this blow-up doll and it works and she stops snoring because you know that's that's a normal thing. Right. She's all cuddled up with it, and I think all she really needs is to be elevated a little bit. She just yeah. needs a couple extra pillows, really. She's never heard of a body pillow. I haven't either. What is it? It's a long pillow that you can, like, wrap around and snuggle with. So is this something for women to have sex with, then? No. Like, like the blow-up doll is for guys? Gross. No. It's is not there, a masturbatory thing. It's no, like there's no it's vibrating a option thing. with no. a body pillow. <laughs> yeah, weirdo. You know, because it could be like a massaging pillow. M- massaging. It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I no, I had it. one before, huh? <laughs> you had one what before? No, no a pillow. Pillow. Oh, okay. That's it. A Your body pillow? Dirty mind. Yes. Have you ever heard anyone call it pillow? No. Say pillow. Are you making fun of me again? No, no, you, you're you saying pillow. You're saying it correctly. Okay. But I've known a couple different people in my life 
who say pillow. And I think it's weird. It and is I did, weird. And I didn't know if you knew anyone that also mispronounced it pillow. No. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I think it's an East Coast thing, I believe. So what else do we have going on in this episode? We have Brandon. Yeah, I, Brandon we should probably do last. Okay. David has about, I don't know, three minutes of screen time where he keeps, he's he is now apparently cameraman for the the college's local news. And he fucks up the 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 thing a couple times, forgets to plug in a microphone, he sneezes on air. Yeah. And then he pranks the reporter at the end where he's like, Oh no and he's like, What'd you what'd you do this time? He's like, Man, gotcha. I'm not as big of a fuck up as you think. Yeah. It was I stupid. It was dumb. That's yeah. all he does. Steve I- gloms on to Brandon's campaign like he gloms on to absolutely everything. But he's still barely there. I know. They he, just mention him. But he, he was passing out flyers in one scene, too. He's like a professional hanger-on, though. As soon as David showed any talent at all, or at least what the show called talent, he <laughs> he's like, I'm going to be your manager. I'm going to you know do this. I'm going to do that. And now that Brandon's running for office, he's like, I'm going to you know be your... I'm gonna, he just anoints himself campaign manager. Right. Oh, I guess we could talk about Andrea a little bit, too. Now, Andrea's storyline is heavily wrapped up in Brandy's, Brandon's storyline. So I guess we can talk about that all together. As is her, you know, self-esteem. Um, yeah, talk, talk about daddy issues. Very messed up. Like, if I were Jessie, I would not be okay right now. No. Because she, her feelings are deeply hurt. Like, she's very wounded. Yeah, oh yeah. Because Brandon is doing this campaign, which, by the way, I mean, we haven't really mentioned exactly what's going on. He yeah, is yeah. running for vice president with... Josh Strickland, or yeah. Rich, Richland. Richland. Yeah, the so, guy that used to hate him. Yeah, uh, now they're running mates. The reporter, they're, they're running mates now. And Andrea's like, he never asks my opinion anymore. He doesn't care what I think anymore. Because she has it in her mind, I guess, that having had a baby makes her less important, or I don't know. Well, she mentions that it's like a, it's almost like a throwaway line, but she says, like, I'm just a mom now, or something yeah. like that. First of all, hey, thanks, honey, that you don't give a shit about being a mom. Like, right? isn't that an amazing adventure that you're on right now? No. <laughs> but she's like... I I used to be his editor or something like she says something so dumb. Yeah. Well, she's having the like big fish little pond problem where like she right. went from being, you know, the big wig to being nobody to being, basically to being no wig. Yeah. I mean, whatever. She's still awesome, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I just... <laughs> but it doesn't matter because there's lots of awesome people there. But yeah, so Brandon and Josh are running as independents. Yeah. There's like, what, like 18 different parties in this school? It's bizarre. Yeah, it's really weird. There's some Latino party. Like, at first I thought that it was the name, and then I was like, is that offensive what they're saying? And then it was like, no, that's the name of the party. It's like the Latino... I don't remember what it was, but it's it's Latino something mm-hmm. party. Then there's the Greeks. Mm-hmm. All the Greeks get together. Also, all the fraternities and sororities, I'm guessing. Right. They get together and they have a party. The progressives have a party. The Their independents, Josh and, and Brandon. Brandon. I assume there's conservatives. They don't, they never mention them, but I assume there's conservatives. And there's some sort of like, 
brotherhood party like a, like the black party yeah like uh deshaun mentions that uh he is neutral and that brandon should appreciate that because he's getting all this pressure from the brotherhood or right. whatever yeah the brotherhood wants me to endorse a, a black man so he he's still gonna vote for brandon though why does his endorsement matter i i deshaun yeah I, he's popular okay but i've never I've never ran for uh, office uh, in college. Okay. So I don't know exactly how it works, but I wouldn't imagine that the local basketball player at your college saying, like, I'm voting for this guy is going to sway a ton of people. Right. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't know. But they do. Yeah. So there's all that going on. And then the Latino party just decides to lie and say that... Well, first, let's first get to... Because I thought this was funny. Okay. They have this forum. They set, they set up a couple things early. Because Brandon's driving with Josh, and he's like, you, you suck as a driver. And he's like, I grew up in New York. I only learned to... Drive when I got out here. He's like, yeah, we almost killed that woman. You're a fucking menace. You need to stop driving. And yeah. he's like, whatever. And then his car breaks down Yeah. on the way to this debate. debate. That's what it was. And so Brandon's forced to get up there. And everyone's arguing. It's big. There's a, for, for some reason, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. There is a huge audience. Mm-hmm. I don't know what college in the country's packing an auditorium <laughs> to listen to 18 different different parties debate. But they're there. And they're all arguing back and forth. It's not really a debate. No. Everyone's just arguing. You can't hear anything. Yeah, they're yelling over each other. It's, it's ridiculous. It's not moderated well at all. The the person in charge is banging the gavel. And she's like, Brandon, you know, whatever, Brandon and Josh, you go speak. And so Brandon gets up there because Josh isn't there. And he's like, yeah, you know, Josh uh, is not here because he's, he's stranded in his car. He's with his car. And everyone laughs like it's a funny joke. It's not a funny joke. No, it was a terrible joke. And he says, this is my favorite part. He says he's the lucky one, though, because he doesn't have to waste his time being here and listening to everyone argue all over the place and not say anything. Not say anything of any substance, not talk about the issues. And then he goes on to say, like, if if we, the thing that we, they, they all have in common is they all go to California University. And if they don't work together and listen to each other, then everything's going to die. And then everyone claps like like he's the greatest person in the world. And he goes and sits down. And I just love how Brandon... Got to also say nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what he said did not address issues or anything. He also got to say nothing, but he was saying how he was saying nothing about how saying nothing is awful, and everyone. And then he's the good guy. Yeah, it was a perfect political move. It was yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. So yeah, that gets him a lot of fans. And then the thing happens that you said. Yeah, so then the Latinos come up with, because they're threatened now. (laughs) And you know what happens when Latinos are threatened? The knives are coming out. (laughs) Wow. Um, They they say that Brandon took a test for Deshaun Mm -hmm. because Josh Strickland 
wrote an article saying that right. and just never published it. He had some idea or there was hearsay or something and he wrote an article, yeah, and then he didn't publish it because it turned out not to be true. And like Brandon said, then why didn't you delete it? But like I still don't understand how they fucking got it in the first place. Somebody terrible. Somebody in the newspaper gave it to him. Somebody betrayed them. So there's all this, you know, tension about Brandon's going to get kicked out of school and they're going to have to drop out of the race. And it's so stupid because, like, it's not proof. It's one article with no proof. One article that wasn't written because, specifically because there's no proof. Yeah. So uh, Donna goes off and finds Deshaun. They send Donna to go find him. I think they're going to get together. I hope so. Because he seems like he is really into her and she's, you know. She's circling around. Well, they couldn't find them for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe something was going on there. Maybe. I don't know. I was expecting that to be alluded to, but when we actually saw them, it didn't seem like it. She was kind of wiping her mouth a little bit. When she, she was not. <laughs> <sighs> they should have painted a hickey on her neck. <laughs> Just very subtle. Right. But there. So Deshaun comes in and says, you know, absolutely not the reason that uh, I had to, you know, learn and, you know, actually read the books and take the test is because Brandon is who he said, you know, the person that he is. And if it had been anybody else, they would have taken the test. It basically says, look, you don't think I wanted to fucking cheat? Of course I did. I wanted to cheat and just skate by, but I couldn't because Brandon's a hard ass. But I thank him because now I actually can use my brain. And then he's like... And anyone that says, anyone that thinks that I don't have the smarts to actually get into this school, you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> so. And that shuts that shit down real fast. So they have everybody at the Peach Pit waiting for the, the results. Oh, yeah. By the way, Steve and Kelly get nominated or elected or whatever to count the votes. It's ridiculous. His girlfriend and his best friend. Yeah. Yeah, that would happen. <laughs> That'd be like if Hillary Clinton counted the votes. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. They, you'd think they'd have, like, school staff or something doing that. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. Some kind of uh, faculty advisor or something. But, yeah, they have them counting the votes. And while they're waiting, um, Josh Strickland comes. Richland. Richland. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I incorrectly said Strickland earlier. Now you've got and, it in my brain. Yeah, and you just inherently trust everything i say so now you right sure keep telling yourself that we'll see if we can fit your head out the door (sighs) anyways i'll say it's because of me that you don't understand what eight inches is that i don't understand what what eight inches is wow uh every crayon's eight inches long right (laughs) it's a self-deprecating joke for wow that is Wrong on so many levels. Anyway, go ahead. Um, okay. Brandon <laughs> and his running mates are talking. Well, and- actually, Brandon's technically the running mate. Josh Josh Richland is running for president. Uh-huh. Aren't they? I guess, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess they're both running mates. <sighs> anyway, Jesus Christ. No, Jesus Christ is not in this episode. Josh wants to go for a drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Brandon says, no, thanks. And immediately then, too, I called it. I said, yeah, Josh is going to die. Yeah, and I said car accident because they've they've established now that his car sucks and he's a bad driver and he sucks. And 
What I don't understand is why Brandon doesn't just go, let's take my car. I'm a better driver. Right. But he doesn't. No, he's just like, I'm not getting in that car with you. <laughs> I read the script. Right. So Josh goes <laughs> driving off. And I, I said, are we going to are we going to see it? Are we going to hear it? And we do hear the and then and then the giant crash. And for some reason, I, I'll never know why uh, the fucking angels don't save Josh. <laughs> it was his time. Steve should have ran out and been like, where are they? <laughs> but yeah, a semi truck just like rails into him and pushes his car down the street in front of the camera. And it's like it was. Yeah. And it's it's a horrific crash. So you're thinking like, ooh, maybe he's just grievously injured. Then the car is engulfed in flames. Brandon's running over to try to save him and the car explodes. Like, nope. <laughs> See you, Josh. So then they they uh they take him out away on a, a stretcher, a body bag, you know, totally covered. Uh in reality I think they would have taken him away on a sponge. Right. And then Kelly is there. And says, yeah, quietly, perfect timing, under by the her way, breath, perfect timing to do this. You won. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, are you fucking kidding me? And I called that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you said he's going to have to be the president now. And that's what it's going to be. He didn't even want to fucking run for vice president. No. Now he's going to be president. And uh, and everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, he pushed the uh, Josh, Josh's car, in right? So he could be president. It's gonna be like how everyone thinks LBJ killed uh, John F. Kennedy. It's so weird. Like he doesn't want a career in politics, but I think he's going to have one. Yeah, that seems to be where he's going. Well, he always talks about like Bill Clinton and like that's his big hero and stuff. Yeah, I mean there are worse heroes. Bill, Clinton, sure. Bill Clinton would have had sex with Claire. I'll tell you. I don't know. I think Brandon still might, you know, end up having sex with Claire and or uh, Valerie. Valerie. God, I almost you, called her Veronica. That you want that to happen so bad, don't you? You a want threesome? You, no, like it'll force him bring Lucinda into. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Well, why don't we just get those dolls, the the nine hundred two one zero Barbie dolls or whatever, and then you can reenact it. Because there's no Claire and there's no Lucinda. There's a Valerie now? No. I wonder if they'll make a Valerie. They should. Yeah, they should make a Valerie. And then we can, uh, like, we can make bootleg copies of Lucinda and Claire. I don't know. Claire has, like, super short hair. It's hard to find Barbies. (laughs) It's hard to find Barbies with super short hair. (laughs) Yeah, that's the worst idea of that plan. (laughs) Anyway. But that's the episode. Josh dies. Brandon's president. And Kelly has no sense of timing or for propriety. All right. Well, tell that's that's our episode. Carol, why don't you tell the people uh, whatever. So go to our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Do that. Yeah. And write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, tell all your friends. Yeah, tell every friend you ha- you know to listen Say, to the hey, show. Say, hey, we found this tape and you have to hear it. That's right. All That's right, what we'll, you do. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>